0: Welcome to the Product Owner's Viewpoint Podcast. I'm Aparna, your host for this podcast. In today's episode, I talked to Shruti Chandrappa, a business analyst with Digital Harbour in Bengaluru. Shruti is an engineer who went to the US to study MBA in Management Information Systems. While studying and interning there, she got introduced to Agile and decided that her career lay in that direction. After coming back to India, she joined Digital Harbour. Shruti provides the interesting perspective of a product owner who's worked in that role for about one and a half years. She tells us how her career journey began, what constitutes her day-to-day work now, and her career aspirations and plans for the future. So without any further ado, let's get started. So hi Shruti, welcome to the Product Owner's Viewpoint podcast. I'm very happy to be talking to you. Tell us something about yourself and how you started your product owner journey.
1: Hi, Aparna. Firstly, I would like to thank you for giving me this opportunity. And uh, speaking about me now, let us uh, let me start by stating the famous quote by Steve Jobs, stay hungry, stay foolish. Uh, that's exactly what made me pursue my MBA. So well, after my graduation, I started working for a reputed firm during which I realized that I wanted to do more because I wasn't really happy about what I was doing there. That's when I flew to United States of America to pursue my MBA and manage Information System from Indiana University of Pennsylvania. During uh, my stay there, of course, um, my, with the help of uh, all my wonderful professors, um, I got to really understand uh, why am I doing this MBA and uh, what are my strengths, my weaknesses. Uh, you know, the there was some spark which my professor did see uh, in me. And uh, later uh, during my MBA, I had to do, um, you know, internship um there I went into uh, good organizations and um, where I realized that a lot of organizations is um, getting into Agile. So that made me curious to learn a lot of Agile, the various roles and the methodologies they work with. Um, during which I again got my scrum certification too. So after my return, I got into digital harbor uh, from where um, I actually started my journey as a product owner. Uh, It's been 1.5 years now uh, that I've embraced this role. And uh, I kind of like various challenges for me to wake up every day and go to office. Uh, So yeah, that's how I started my journey.
0: Sounds interesting. so um, tell us uh, more about what you do in your current organization. What are your responsibilities like as a product owner? Uh, give us a sense of what your typical day looks like.
1: Okay, so apparently as a product owner, you understand that um, it's about um, you know talking to clients, talking to developer, uh, talking to your team. So it involves um, you know the basic job of any product owner in any organization. Uh, So, uh, when I have to talk my day-to-day responsibility, I uh, go to my office, the first thing I do is uh, prioritize my work for that day. Uh, So, it is really necessary for any, any person. I just don't call it for a product owner, but for any role for that matter. Uh, so once I have my prioritized list, I go about, uh, you know, picking up one by one and uh, analyzing what is my role here for that day specific day? Is there any challenges? Is there any dependency or is there any questions for my team or my team has any questions for me uh, and, uh, you know, helping them understand like. There is uh, two different things before the sprint. And once the sprint starts, um, you know, motivating my team and uh, staying there, being a huge support for them during, uh, um, uh, you know, the sprint uh, when it gets executed. Um, Apart from that, again, going back to the client, I have, uh, you know, regular meetings with them trying to understand the next uh, feature or uh, the next problem uh, to address for them or uh, considering uh, what exactly they are looking for. So understanding from them, and uh, we kind of have uh, two different uh, teams located, one in Bolivia and India. So we'll have to, you know, sit down and figure out if there is any kind of dependencies. So all this includes in my day-to-day activities.
0: Great. So, you mentioned uh, talking to clients and uh, sitting with Mm -hmm. them and understanding the requirements. So, Mm -hmm. uh, are these external clients? Do you deal with external clients directly or are they internal customers, internal stakeholders that you uh, work with to understand requirements?
1: Uh, Well, uh, I was talking about external stakeholders, uh, but again, you can't just stop there, right? You will have to come down to your internal stakeholders and, uh, you know, come you will have to discuss what was asked by your external stakeholders if it's doable not doable so that's the second level of analysis right so for me uh, talking to external customers is what I meant in my earlier conversation
0: okay what do you think were one or two of the main challenges you faced as a product owner and uh, how did you overcome them
1: uh, well, uh, challenges, of course, as I mentioned earlier, there are a couple of them, like you keep uh, having new challenges every day. Uh, but uh, something which is right above my head, uh, if I have to uh, pick just two, then I would say that uh, uh, first important thing is uh, you get to hear like kind of different voices, right, with different needs. Um, and as a product owner, you need to really communicate to them all. Uh, having said that, um, when I say communicating with your team and the stakeholders or any any uh, point, given point, right, it becomes important for you to really be transparent and, uh that is the key factor here. Uh, why am I saying this is because it is necessary not just for us to understand what's really going on but it is important for your team also to understand why are we really doing this and uh, why, why are we making such decisions and why did we kind of choose certain things over another like why did we even prioritize in such way. So having discussed all of these it resolves most of our challenges. And because we are one sole responsible person, um, you know, product uh, owner, so the team looks up to you. Uh, Meaning, uh, say, for example, during the uh, sprint implementation, right? um, Everybody has different questions, they might come up with different scenarios for which they do not have an answer. So and everybody might have that question mark in their faces so for you as a product owner you'll have to sit down and really understand which question is important which is not important because for them it's a fair ask uh, for everybody their own question becomes very important and they look for answers from us so right. and and also um, you know a certain uh, developer or uh, say a certain uh, a tester is really proactive and just want it to be delivered and they want to see the success of a product. And we have to understand, yes, that's good to have, but how much is it, uh, which needs to be answered now and how much is it, which needs to be answered later or, you know, again, prioritizing, like can we take this up later? Is it that important to be considered now? So such questions becomes like really challenging. So transparency helps there. And, uh, also speaking about, um, uh, you know, I, um, I would say like, how do I overcome these challenges? I also spend time with my team, um, you know, say for example, they struggled with something which they're working on and uh, we'll have to attend various meetings. And we, I really have to make sure the team and collaboration decision-making is like all these are crucial role, right. Uh, for a product owner and their team, if you have to ask about, so um it is important for us to like guide them, advise them, stay with them when they need our support. Uh, It's not just like, oh, you know what? You're a product owner. Just give them the requirements. Just let them know what is like really needed and just forget it. Like let them develop, let them test and that's it. Our job is done. It is not that. We play a very important role. Like it's just not the work of a a scrum master that he keeps the team motivated or whatsoever. It's us because we see the vision, right? We are solely responsible for um, the value of the product, uh, maximizing the value of the product. So uh, when we have such great responsibility on our shoulders we will have to make sure there is kind of checkpoints or uh, in the form of definition of done um, so every now and then you visit and check the status as to what is happening during the development stages that would uh, give us a clear understanding of not just waiting until the entire thing is developed and we look at the demo at the last and then give our inputs oh this is what uh, what we didn't expect or something of that sort Uh, and you know going there and then giving a feedback is a bad thing to do so instead have checkpoints and go back and see if it's happening or not happening so that way uh, we are all in good page and the release becomes more successful so that's a great challenge and the second one I would uh, talk about is uh, even though like the team is responsible for the delivery um, I understand development the testing is all rigorous thing which goes on in the back end but you as a product owner is the forefront of uh, the product and uh, delivering it or whatever happens for the project, right? You face the clients and you are the one who is, uh, you know, initially responsible and will be responsible throughout. So making sure what was asked in the uh, beginning of the project, is it being developed in the same way? Uh, So making sure that needs is what uh, that Requirement meets happen is what is another challenge I think is very important. So I think these are certain things I can talk about for now, like on yeah. the top of my head.
0: That's, that's interesting. You mentioned that uh, one of the challenges is actually to figure out uh, among competing priorities, uh, you know, which, Mm -hmm. which item needs to be prioritized over others. Mm -hmm. So in your case, what drives your prioritization decisions? I understand that, you know, a product owner has to face this challenge, uh, almost every sprint or every other day. So what drives your Mm -hmm. uh, prioritization decisions?
1: Uh, Well, I would say, um, let me just take an example. A client has come up with a requirement, um, 10 asks, like 10 requirements, right? Firstly, as a product owner, you really have to sit down and understand out of these 10, does everything make, uh, add value to the current product you have, or it's just their requirement, or what is it they're asking, right? Understanding the Core problem: um, asking why to understand the purpose uh, would give us most of the answers, right? So, um, so having said that, I would say that. Um, uh, feature needs to be implemented. So again, now the technical feasibility has to be looked at. So that would be given by my developers. So I would understand it at a, a very high level initially that what is the ask expectations, I come back do my homework and try really uh, figuring out like, uh, okay, so out of these 10, I think this five makes sense. And maybe the five doesn't really make sense. So uh, then I would uh, start uh, collecting the facts, the figures, because when it, when you have to go back and say no to your client or just say that you know what this couldn't be done or uh, this can hold it becomes a big um, task for you right because you can just walk up to your client and say hey you know what you give me 10 we can just do five we can't do just five it's not the way you approach so uh Client can always be convinced, but convinced through facts and figures. So that's what I'm talking about right now. That I go, I collect, like, why does it make sense having these five? And why doesn't it make sense, um, you know, skipping these five? When I have that and try and convince my clients and they're okay, they understand, uh, that becomes my priority list. So now I know that we drill down to five. So we will be working for these five ideas or implementations. So I go back to the team and I then sit down. Like before that, I'm already ready with my documentation, my mockups, my wireframes or, uh, you know, whatever the necessary support is needed. Right. And then I call my development team and then tell them this is the requirement. So have a take a look at this. And I kind of. Uh, begin with the brainstorming because as a product owner uh, like it doesn't mean that only you have to be the brain of the project like it is good it is um, important that you understand what is there what is not there the business uh, requirement the functionality requirement Um, however when you sit down with your team you kind of will be surprised to see the inputs which you get from your own team right something which you might have missed so I would say that one brain is alone not enough for project when multiple brains get into the project um, see the best part is ultimately you're making a decision but it's always good to hear out what everybody is saying so most probably you can make it more creative than what was asked and you can always delight your customers uh, so that's what i believe in so once you get all those in, uh, inputs from them and whether it's doable not doable i'll go uh, doing a second round of documentation and then we finally kind of uh, you know finalize on the brds or prds whatever the organization uses and then we drill down to each of these features so it starts with the features and i write down epics and then followed by user stories and then provide it to my developers and then you know it falls into their bucket about estimations and things like that goes on but you know this is my part of job so what exactly i do how i prioritize on things
0: Sure. Uh, and I like the way you put it when you said that, uh, uh, you know, it's not a question of just one brain looking at this and trying to find solutions to uh, to the problem. It's always better to have uh, other brains, other eyes also look at the problem to see what kind of, uh, you know, combined enhanced solution one can come up with. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's an important part of uh, any product owner's job, I think. Collaboration, collaborating with uh, technical people, with with the design folks, with the UI, UX folks. Uh, and uh, the more eyes that can look at a problem, uh, the better the, uh, the solution turns out to
1: Definitely, be. Definitely, yeah.
0: So what skills do you think a product owner should possess, uh, Shruti? What in your opinion is, are the absolute, uh, absolutely important skills that are uh, necessary for a product owner to have? And what are the uh, should have skills and can have
1: skills? Uh, okay, should have, I would say, um, communications, right? That's the important thing. Like, I, I think anybody can become a product owner but for a successful product owner how good it's like the fundamental ask for a product owner if he doesn't has that convincing or communication skills he that's the first step of failure for any project or any uh, team or anything that, that's my take uh, so i would say communication holds a, str- a strong um, yeah a strong skill to have according to me so he must be adaptive, right? Because uh, uh, when you say project, you won't be working on one dedicated project throughout, it might be like different projects. So you will be assigned with different teams. So you come up with various kind, you meet kind of various people there, uh, different mindsets, and it becomes difficult. So adaptiveness should be there for a product owner. And um, I I would say curiosity is another thing, uh, which everybody should have, like, uh, when a requirement is given, like, you should be really curious to understand why, like, why are we doing this? And how are we doing this? Like, uh, when, you know, I would say these two are very important questions. Uh, The why would actually help you in understanding the business and the other uh, would help you execute the project. So, that way, we um, have already come up with like asking all the various questions: why we, what's the purpose of this project, or what's the cause of it, or uh, what's the belief of this project. So it answers most of these complex questions. And the next important thing is the vision. So the product owner owns the vision. And therefore it becomes important for you to understand and then obviously pass it on to your team. Um, Again, a vision clarifies why uh, one is undertaking the project. It's uh, basically, um, I would say an art of seeing the invisible things, Um, uh, just as said by uh, Jonathan Swift, um, an English writer. So this is why, um, you know, the why factor, which I'm specifying continuously plays an important role. Then comes the commitment and the patience. So the product owner, well, should be very committed to his project, vision, team, and business. Um, They need to be in all meetings, of course, and work with all your team members Um, also important thing is to collaborate with everyone, which we spoke about earlier. Uh, Furthermore, I would say the product owner must uh, take the ownership of the process and be committed like for the project success, right? You can't just say that, oh yeah, I just started off with, uh, you know, amazing interest and that curiosity enthusiasm and eventually as the project goes on you just gradually lose uh, your interest or tendency or whatever it is like I get it it's the natural human tendency where you kind of lose your patience over the time or you know the interest over the time but that shouldn't happen you the beginning, what curiosity or the enthusiasm you came into the project, uh, I think one has to hold it until the end of the project. So, uh, because People look up to you. So if you are that committed and you are that enthusiastic, I think people learn from you. So that's another important thing. And patience, of course, like you have to talk to your clients, you have to talk to your development teams. There's so much chaos going on. So again, it becomes important that you have that patience to listen. You should be a good listener, uh, you know, answer Go back to answer your clients or go back and answer the question asked by your development team. So, patience plays an important role too. And last but not the least, this is the most important thing I feel the power to say no to your clients or uh, be it with your own team, right? Uh, When I say uh, no, uh, saying no to stakeholders, um, I understand that it's really difficult. But um, as I mentioned earlier, um, as a Product owner, you are mainly Responsible for maximizing the value Um, So we must be Good at stakeholder management And uh, although it involves You know, the product uh, backlog Management and estimating values And etc. Ultimately It comes down to managing uh, The stakeholders uh, Well, Um, and I would say One of the most important things is To maximize um, value But how, but saying uh, By having that power to say no uh, so, when I gave you an example of like you know initially they came out with ten and you were just uh thinking as a product owner, only five makes sense, right. Uh, so that five were the really important ones which gave that value. So that's why I chose that five. So when you have your facts and figures uh, all clear and ready, and then you you can go back and convince your client, uh, you become more successful. And uh, not just in terms of um, a project, uh, in terms of everything, I, th- I think. Like it makes you more strong. Um, it makes you understand the business in a better way. And I also believe that... Uh, it ultimately leads to the success of the project too so it's about keeping your external stakeholders internal stakeholders and your team happy so i believe these are the key skills for a product owner
0: great i'm sure you know that struck a chord with a lot of us product owners we know uh, that you know we need to have good communication skills but it's um Uh, You know, it's also important to probably talk about the kind of communication skills that uh, a product owner uh, needs to possess. Uh, It's not just a question, like you said, you know, it's not just a question of uh, talking. It's also a question of listening, taking in different perspectives, different viewpoints, Mm -hmm. maybe amalgamating all of that and then uh, being able to communicate uh, the right thing during the right moment. And I also like the way you said that uh, seeing the product vision is almost like, you know, seeing the invisible. So tell us a little more about that. What, in your opinion, should a product owner what should she do as far as uh communicating the product vision to the team is concerned
1: right when uh, you are able to picturize what you want at the end of the release or uh, end of the sprint the same should be communicated to your team that they will also see the same thing what you are seeing right now and how would you do it is a challenge right so i would say that um Uh, Firstly, having a vision. So uh, when you say vision, is it a big statement you're going to talk about? Or is it like paragraphs you're going to give lectures to your team and help them understand? No, a vision is simply a statement, uh, which has a deep meaning, right? So, uh, for example, my own organization has a vision called connecting the dots. It sounds very simple. But what is connecting dot? Like, Uh, What are you trying to connect? Is it the data you're going to connect? Or uh, is it something, uh, uh, you know, one feature to another feature you're connecting? So what exactly it is? So that's where you start driving uh, the scopes or, uh, you know, that's where the first question why comes. And that's the most complex question to answer that. uh, Because that why involves a lot of questions within. Uh, So um, when you give connecting dots, so... I am sure your development team or your any uh, you know QA team, uh, the entire team you're sitting with and um, uh, having these meetings, they just don't stop there. When I say, "Okay, guys, uh, our vision is to connect the connect the dots," so do you think your team would keep quiet? No, they would ask the question. So yeah, could you please explain what uh, is this vision about? So that's when you start telling them step by step, uh, you know, in the form of story you want to put it across, or uh, you want to. Re- help them understand uh, the way you understand it Um, so kind of you know splitting it and helping them understand in your own words in a way that they would understand it too right Uh, so you come up answering the scope of the project the purpose of the project and something which we all together believe in achieving so uh, that's how you do it I guess so uh, that's something I can think of yeah
0: so Shruti, uh, what are your career aspirations and uh, you know, what are you doing uh, in order to achieve them?
1: Uh, well, as a career aspiration, I would say for now, I uh, definitely uh, i am, you know, very early in my career. Uh, so I just want to understand uh, for now that how every industry operates and gain domain knowledge, uh, get exposed to different challenges and uh, definitely grow as a person and in my career. Uh, I'm sure product owner as a very um, uh, good you know, growing chart, you can start off as a uh, associate product manager and then go all the way up till uh, chief officer um, of the product, right, or beyond. But, uh, uh, you know, in between this uh, journey, if I really uh, feel that uh, I have learned something and I get some groundbreaking ideas, someday I would love to start my own company. Um, Or otherwise, if I try to, you know, settle down for a company and uh, try being loyal, then obviously I want to to look at myself being a chief officer of the product someday, or even VP of the product.
0: That sounds great, actually. I liked what you said about uh, wanting to start your own company. So uh, do you have some product ideas in your head? Uh, Are you keen on, you know, going the entrepreneurial route? Tell us something about that.
1: Uh, Well well, yes, I definitely want to start up my company someday. But if you ask me about a product idea, then I am really clueless at the moment. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, uh, the question, uh, frankly speaking, uh, you have to really keep your eyes and ears open uh, when you're amongst people, right? That's when uh, it gives you that Click or uh, that spark to start anything, for that matter. So when you listen to people's problem, that's what turns into a product later on. Uh, that's what Steve Jobs did, or any any big product company. That's what they started off as. So I'm just like keeping my eyes and opens, your, um, you know, a very alert. Let's see if something clicks. Then yeah, maybe we can have another podcast about my company someday.
0: Sure, absolutely. So it was great talking to you, Shruti. Uh, I'm sure, you know, I I got to learn uh, quite a bit and uh, I wish you all the very best in your career as well as in your uh, entrepreneurial ambitions. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Like I said, it was lovely talking to you.
1: Same here, Aparna. Thank you for the opportunity again. It was lovely talking to you too.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Product Owner's Viewpoint. See you in the next